You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 786. Wither the iMac? Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's Mighty MyMac Podcast with the G-Men. That's us. Yes. Mithy and Withy. That's who we are. Yeah. With the the iMac. I've no idea what guy's going on about, but uh, with the big 500th has gone and passed. The celebration is finally, finally, finally over. And now we can start for the next one. (laughs) <laughs> 14 episodes away <laughs> yeah i think we've got what is that the 800 that's the yeah. yeah you know what so if if we'd like if you weren't confused before you will be so yeah. basically we started at 573 what? Right? no five, seven, uh, three, 285 285 right we're now at 286 no, hang on a minute. Let me work this out. Uh, <laughs> so, so we started. Math is hard. <laughs> we got to because we got the seven eighty five, which is our five hundredth. But right. now it's fourteen shows away from the actual eight hundredth. My Mac podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What happens when we get to a thousand? Can we start back at one? I think you know. I I can't even think that far ahead. Oh no! You know no, the, the fact the fact that we have managed. <laughs> Well, hang on to get as far that's as we have, away, isn't it? That's four years away, at least. Yeah. If we're still doing a podcast for in four years' times, heaven help the world. Yeah, I, and certainly heaven help poor mymac.com. <laughs> well, heaven help the 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 uh, the listeners and the the bumpers they'll have to put in for it. Oh can, my God! A <laughs> mighty mighty celebration. Yeah, for anyway. one thousand episodes. Yeah. Guy, what have you been doing this this Mac week? Well, not so much this Mac week, but if you remember last week, I talked about that there was something that, you know, I was trying to think of fun things to do with my wife and we got a big laugh out of that. Really? Yeah, but uh, there'll be there'll be none talking about that, Mr. Gaz. No, none, none at all. No. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hello? <laughs> God, I keep hearing that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh one of the things that I discovered Durham. You're coming over to Durham. That's good. Yeah, North, that's really North nice. Carolina. Durham's a nice place. It's got a nice oh. Yeah, yeah I don't that's... think that's the same place you're thinking of. No. But no. it's to see a play that failed on Broadway. Okay. And failed uh here in, in the DC area. Is it, is it going cheap then? Uh, yeah, relatively cheap. It's it's going, mm-hmm. it's based on it's a play based on the music of Jimmy Buffett. So how could that go wrong? That's not going to go wrong at all. I think you're really going to enjoy. Oh, this. I th- I'm I, I'm absolutely sure I'm going to enjoy it. Um, mm. but apparently the the hoi polloi of New York were not able to understand that the 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 total island experience of Mister Buffet. Hmm. I like a good buffet. Yeah, me too. Mmm, chicken. Mm. Fried chicken. So anyway, we're going 
we're gonna we're going to the um uh the May first showing of this. Uh, it's at the oh I can't even think what the name of the venue is now, but it's it's a big ass theater in Durham, North Carolina. That's gonna have right. a Jimmy Buffett play, and I can't imagine there's gonna be too many of those. Okay. So, uh, I also oh and and of course obviously, so you know mark this on your calendar. I won't be doing the podcast that weekend. Ah, steps back in annoyment. No. And and I'm sorry to only give you about four to five months of advance notice. I'm yeah, that is really a shame, sorry. Cause yeah, because there, there are a couple of weekends in February. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to tell you before we started. Oh, I, I see. Uh, was that what you'd yeah. forgot to tell me? Or was it something else entirely? It, I think it was then. I think that was it. I needed to tell you. Okay, yes. so you feel better yeah. then? I feel better now. Okay. Also... Uh, I'm thinking probably March or April that there may be mm-hmm. an updated iPad Pro. Ooh. And I'm seriously considering finally getting one. For all of those in the UK, milky, milky. Milky, milky. Yeah. Um, because it's been about three years that I've had the original iPad Pro. So, And how are you finding it? Is it a replacement for the – oh, no, we might be talking about that later, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um Yeah. All right, yeah, but uh, yeah, I I may be finally replacing my original iPad Pro. Okay, what you but got? It's only three, but it's only three years old. Yeah, and it still so works it, fine. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've got one that's a damn sight older than that, and it's it's brilliant. So anyway, um, so you know our process of me getting a new iPhone uh, and handing my old iphone down to younger generation in my household and that sure. their phone then gets moved on to um uh, my dear lady mrs g and and her iphone then gets moved on to uh, my father-in-law father-in-law <laughs> it's my father yeah so the person at the very end it has like a nokia 6510 who cares about that right um <laughs> <laughs> um now we did the obviously. I got the new iPhone, and my old one went down to uh, well, um, of course, one of my did. daughters. Okay, and she gave me her iPhone eight. Yeah, iPhone eight. She did. iPhone eight. She did with camera broken. It was. Oh no! Or, um, no. Oh, so, I don't know. Oh, how that no. Would go. Uh, oh no! Oh, um, which obviously meant that that then needed to be repaired before that could go into the in get further into the loop sure so um I, I, it has. I, I did speak to apple and they said something like 130 pounds and i went oh how much is a that, new iphone 8 well it's it's a little bit more than that but it's not much more than that so i've i've looked around and today this weekend i've actually driven up to a guy uh in south leicester who um has got a legit business of repairing um ios stuff so I thought, right, I'm going to take it up, and he's going to do a complete repair on not only the lens but the camera itself as well because we thought it was just the lens that was cracked, but it seems that the camera is also um, broken as well, which doesn't surprise me, to be perfectly honest with you, the way it's fallen. Sure. So we're going to get the camera and the lens fixed, and also I've got a third-gen iPod Touch, Ooh. which has got 64 gigabytes of memory, and it's in pretty good condition. And it's just been sitting there because the uh, digitizer has been broken for some time. And I've been thinking, I wonder what I can use this for. Well, I can't use it for anything until I get the digitizer fixed. Right. Well, this guy, this guy also fixes those. So for about £130, I'm going to get them both 
fixed. Excellent. So yeah, that, um, that's what I use for uh, Guy's Daily Drive is a third yeah, gen yeah. iPod touch. Yeah, cool. So um, yeah, well, once I get that up and running again, I'll, I'll be, it'll be made useful. And, and um, I, I think I'm going to use it for possibly sticking a load of music on and then putting some sort of setup so Mrs. G can easily access it and play music in the various parts of the house, which uh, have got connection to uh, one or two AirPods, um, not AirPods, Air, 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 not Air Extremes, what they call them. You're talking about the, the speakers, the HomePods? Yeah, yeah, but no, no, not. I don't oh, you have got home. Sonos or something? No, I haven't got Sonos, and I'm never going to touch Sonos. <laughs> After what they did, what did they do? I mean, I always thought they were a bit expensive, but now, phew, there's a Ferrari going on about Sonos. You know what they did, don't they're you? They're dead to me. They're de- yeah, they're dead to everyone. They're yeah. dead to a lot of people, I can tell you. Um, no, what I've basically had is a load of little AirPod Extremes. Yeah, the small. Oh, ones. airport extremes. Airport extremes. Oh no, not the extremes. The um, the, extreme, the, little, the little square yeah. ones that just plug right yeah. into the wall. Yeah, I can't. I can't think what they're called. Um, oh damn why it! Why can I not think what they're damn called? Anyway, those. Little, those the, things. Those things. Anyway, and I've got a few of those dotted around the house with, um, uh, with speakers attached to them. So that you can have, you know, music all around. And they sync up really well. I'm uh, really Air- quite impressed. Airport Express. 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 Did I say Express? Or was that I, Extreme? I, I think you said Extreme. Anyway. It doesn't matter. Any, it doesn't matter. And I've got um, speakers linked up to them around the house and uh, in a couple of rooms. And I've got to say, the music does sync up in each of the rooms really well. So, and you can, you've got the volume control on your, um, your device so that you can adjust the volume in each of the rooms. You don't have to have it full blast. Sure. You do have a master volume as well. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to make that my pick later. Anyway, once this, uh, third gen iPod gets up and running again, that could be part of the, the music output and connecting and just sit there and that can be dedicated to just doing that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so don't even yeah, need like a big receiver or any of the rest of that stuff. It just connects up through Wi-Fi and, through the Wi-Fi. and you yeah, set up a playlist through Apple yeah. music or something. Well, you don't even need, well, you use Apple music, but you don't have to have a, an Apple music subscription. So, um, cause I've got my own playlist, That's which true. I've got on. So yeah, yeah. All good. All good. Very little done on my Mac. Oh, oh, oh. hello. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's do that again for you. Okay. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, is there any articles this week? Young sir? There is, there is an article. At MyMac.com, as compared to last week when there were um, none. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and the whole reason why we're laughing will never, ever, ever be explained. It will ever, never. Never, no. never, never. No. But it was funny. It was very funny. <laughs> okay. Um, this is Can You Hear Me Now? This is an opinion piece by <clears throat> Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Thank you, Bert. 20 years ago, we were listening to CDs on our living room stereos. In February of 2001, Apple introduced the SuperDrive that could burn custom CDs. Then later, debuted the iPod that allowed us to carry our music with us. This thousand songs in your pocket move changed our listening habits. In the 2000s, music as a service further altered the musical landscape. You could listen to any song anywhere as often as you liked 
though you didn't actually physically own the music. Recent music statistics revealed that 52% of us owned our music on physical media in 2010. By 2020, 80% of us were streaming our music. In just 10 years, paid music subscriptions jumped from 1.5 million to a whopping 61 million. And that number is only going to go up. And uh, if you would like to read the rest of that article or that opinion piece by Mr. Mr. Uh, uh, Bert Clanchard. Bert Clanchard. Yeah, I, I get so confused. Or is it because... Kurt Blanchard? No, it's Kurt Blanchard. <laughs> it's, it's weird because I'm looking at I'm looking at this. This is yeah. Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. <laughs> I'm looking at that in Farago, but then I'm looking at the article in our show notes, and I'm I'm very confused. Yeah, it's Kurt Blanchard. Okay, so he's over there. He wrote something. Go read it. Yeah, go read it. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it's time for something else now. No, no, you got music for that. Dilly da, dilly da, gassy snippets. There you go. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I've got a bit of a frog in my throat, so <clears throat> excuse me for uh, choking to death, everybody, but, you know, I just That's can't help it. That's going to put a real damper on the show. It could do. Morgan Stanley, right, Morgan Stanley is saying um, that basically Apple is very bullish. Very bullish. Apple shares, guess what? They hit a new highs. What? iPhone 11, they hit new highs. They hit shares new highs. hit new highs? Yeah, the shares hit new highs. Okay. Yeah. iPhone 11's Apple uh, top seller for December quarter. Yeah, so mm. is that a surprise, really, that the iPhone 11 is Apple's top seller for December quarter? Yeah, well, Not really. <laughs> Bloomberg, Bloomberg have said Apple increases A13 orders due to demand for iPhone 11. Uh, I Dariani, think those are connected. They might be. Dariani, that's why I put them next to each other. Dariani, <laughs> Apple services could hit 100 billion by 2024. Uh, Merrill Lynch ups Apple target to $340 uh, on iPhone and services strength. Apple shares set a new closing high. <laughs> Bloomberg. The, share, the shares what? Did they hit a new high? There's uh, a new shares high. They hit. <laughs> okay. Shares hit. Uh, shares hit. Yeah. Did you listen? Oh, yeah. did you listen to last week's show? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> three um, times. Blue, I oh know Bloomberg. I don't think you had to do it three times though. The, shares hit. You did. Um, shares hit. You definitely um, did. Bloomberg <laughs> turning iPhone sales and sentiment around India. So, uh, you know, Apple is starting to do much more in India now, and they've got factories starting in India, which I think I mentioned further down as well. And Apple signs a multi-year, multi-billion dollar with Broadcom. Guess what? Financial news isn't looking too bad, everybody. No, they're doomed. That's all I can say. I'm getting a bit, I, I'm, I'm almost getting bored with all the financial news. <laughs> because it's, it's always good. It's like, I come on, somebody, somebody become right. unhappy with Apple's financial right, right. news. Okay, right. I'm going to take a deep breath. <gasps> Apple offers up second trailer for Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. Apple orders second season for <laughs> Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. I've heard the ratings on that show have been spectacular. Oh, wait, it hasn't huh? actually come out yet. <laughs> Home Before Dark gets second season order, 3rd of April, <laughs> premiere date. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Meryl Streep to narrate Earth Day short film for Apple TV. 
17th of April, set for Apple TV, plus home opener. Defending Jacob to hit Apple TV Plus 24th of April. UK comedy trying to hit. That's not trying to hit Apple TV 1st of May. UK comedy trying. To go to. To hit Apple. Yeah. Uh, Dear. Is that another UK show? 5th of June. No, Dear is uh, uh, an American show, I think. Apple uh, prodding people to start Apple TV one year free trial. Because lots of people have got devices and they're not signing up for it. Jennifer Aniston wins SAG for work on the morning show. Oh, Apple there's facing so many jokes I could make. I know, there, I know. Don't go there. I'm going to be quiet. Going to be good. Sagaloo. Uh, Apple, facing, <laughs> <laughs> Apple facing more blowback over the banker. Apple TV Plus links overall deal with Julia Louis. Dreyfus. Dreyfus. Apple releases. Close enough. Dreyfus. You say Dreyfus. You say Dreyfus. I say Dreyfus. 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 Let's call the whole thing off. Apple releases new trailer for Visible out on television. Apple TV Plus nears deal on extrapolation. They've already, they've already okayed season three for that. <laughs> App, EP. <laughs> Apple says TV's Little America is getting a podcast wait who's EP? tv who's ep tv uh, uh, ep is somebody oh it's just a group okay. somebody right it, a nobody right nobody says apple tv's plus is get <laughs> little america is getting a podcast tv 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 my word far much too far much too much tv <laughs> tv 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 my TV, word TV. far too much tv stuff yeah, boy, I'm going to have to cut that down. Um, but there was a lot this week, um, and there's lots of pre-hits coming out. But actually, I think a lot of people who signed up for Apple TV guy early doors are now going, uh, hey. uh, we've run out, we've run out, we need more now, we've run out, Apple. I, I, April's no good, May's no good, June's Well, you see, what no they need good. to do is every time you buy something that's you know in the three – hundred dollar range and up just just give us the stupid apple tv thing for a year yeah but they haven't got anything on it if if, if you keep doing that and they keep giving you'll go i don't want it because there's nothing on there yet yeah I've got to wait till june don't cost nothing okay <laughs> um apple tops fortune's most admired companies for the 13th straight year what would be news is if they didn't so as far as I'm concerned, Apple Post government request transparency report. And boy, do the government need it. Yeah. <laughs> Apple CEO advocates global taxation rehaul. All I can say to that is here, here. Um, Cook teases work on technology and health. <laughs> work, um, <laughs> technology. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what he well, was doing. Yeah, he needs to keep the analysts happy, and I think what you said would keep them happy. Uh, Apple that and Cook probably rem- just think he was a loon. <laughs> a cartoon <laughs> loon. Yeah. Apple and Cook remember Martin Luther King Jr. Bet they won't remember the G-Men, though. No, probably is that, not. Is that too disrespectful? Nah. Okay. I did say probably there, but you went now. Nah, so I'll go with that. Apple Card supports transaction exports to third-party apps. What? What do you mean it doesn't already? Yeah. Oh, 
I didn't know that. Uh, Cook and IBM CEO to breakfast with Trump in Davos. I bet they really enjoyed that mm. meeting. Bloomberg. It was McDonald's. Um, at, at Apple considering podcasts to promote Apple TV. As you heard in the TV <sighs> bit, one of the shows is getting a podcast. Well, Apple now are thinking themselves, well, maybe we could actually create a podcast to support the uh, the TV. I think there's enough out there, Apple. I don't think you need to do one as well. And it'll last about a year and a half, and then you'll stop doing it. Okay, so just just let it be, Apple. Just let it be. Yeah. Well, or they could they could go to two people who have been doing podcasts for a long time they and could. pay them money. Yes, they to could. do a podcast to say nice things about Apple TV. Yes, they could. If, if they asked only, Tim and David, I'm sure they'll do if it. If only they could find two people, <laughs> G-Men, that would be willing yeah. to accept money yeah. to make podcasts. That have already Sorry. got a a <laughs> a group of listeners that listen to their every word with anticipation. Yeah, even you know, all things considered. EA are killing Tetris for iOS on the 21st of April. Sad face, sad face. Network 3, or Network 3? No. N3T Work, looks like Network, brings new Tetris app to the iOS. Smiley face. Apple spent $7.4 million lobbying in 2019. Big lobby. Wow. There are some ridiculous costs being thrown about for seemingly little real use to the rest of the planet. Actually, you know what the really oh. sad part is there of, of all the fortune 500 companies that's like, they spend very little. They actually yes. spend very yes. little. Yes. Yes. That's why I made that statement. Oh, okay. I knew that. <sighs> I don't need everything explained to me. No, you don't. Okay. Usually. <laughs> um, now, apparently, Wistron are bringing third iPhone plant online in India. See what I've said there? I know. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. I've put nothing. Report on Safari's tracking prevention, sort of balked tracking <laughs> prevention. Now, we trust you, Apple. Maybe we shouldn't because it's still balked. People thought it had been fixed. But apparently, this is still a bit of a mess. So, Apple, you need to sort this tracking prevention, non-balking, balk, balk, back. Bork, bork. And if you don't, if you can't work out what I mean by that, nor can I. So, that's where we are. Yeah. Um, iPhone 11 make a wreck of wireless CarPlay. Okay, so apparently this story says that iPhones 11 are now balking a little bit like their balking um tracking prevention in safari iphone 11s or some are balking carplay for some people mine's okay well, it's wireless carplay sorry that's right wireless carplay mine's okay for now but actually i can't use wireless carplay so that's why mine's working <laughs> well yeah i mean connected work. up through a, a wire it works wire. great yeah yeah. yeah, if you use wireless CarPlay, that means you've got a slightly more expensive chip in your radio in the car because it costs a little bit more to put it in. Um, Sensor Tower um, have said that U.S. mobile subscription revenue surged 21% in 2019. <laughs> Duh! Yeah. 
It's what happens when you don't get any other option, i.e. games and other things. Exactly. Of course, mobile subscriptions revenue are going to be surging. Wow. Duh, stupid people. The Nobel laureate economist takes Apple to task for, well, apparently stuff, Ah. but... I, I think really it's for investing or non-investing some of the money that they've been keeping offshore and they're not bringing it back to invest back in the U.S., okay? So that's what he's having a go at them for. But when they but bring I, it back to the U.S., but, they get taxed on it. Well, yes, but he's still upset with them on that. Of course. But let's put, put that to one side because everybody can have their, their own little thoughts about that process. But I've got a feeling that there are many more U.S. companies avoiding paying taxes both at home and abroad. Why are you just having a go at Apple? Because that's where the clicks are. Well, it also could be, to a degree, their ethical stance in general. So, you know, be careful what you do, Apple. If you're going to make an ethical stance on something, you've got to be whiter than white in lots of things. So I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Anyway, that's it. So that's the end, folks, of Gaz's Snippets. Why, you stuck up. Hey. Half wait a minute. Scruffy looking nerf herder. Hey. Who's scruffy looking? <laughs> I have no idea why that's I put that there. I've got no idea either. But um, yeah. would you like to take us out? I or will. Would you like I'll ta- no, you I'll take us good. out. You grab. You take us out because. For you know, the 500th and first time. That or the seven hundredth and eighty sixth time, or something. No, like it that. wouldn't be though. Well, it wouldn't be though, would it? Because it be twice. Mm. No, 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 no. Well, not only will it be twice, but we didn't do the first two hundred and eighty five. Or did we? No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't remember, uh, I can't. Hey, Take us out. I'm almost mate. sixty. What do I know? Uh, everyone, please stand by. Just stand by. <laughs> Get off my lawn, you little whiz. We'll be right back. Where's my cheese? It's all right. Hi, this is Dave Ginsberg. I'm the host of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and anything related to those technologies. Um, with my along with my co-host Warren Sklar, um, we get in depth with a lot of great things that relates to iOS and and its technologies. I'd love to give you to give it a listen. Uh, you can find us at intouchwithios.com, or we are in Apple Podcasts or any. Uh, podcatcher will be able to find us um but uh, give us a listen we'd love to have you listening to uh those great technologies and relating to ios thanks And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast for the point two section, guys. Point, point two. Two, two, two. And 
as alluded to in the title for the show, where I, I asked whether the iMac, uh, it's been, it's been a little while since the, uh, the iMac, I mean, not as long as other, some products, but it has been a little while since the iMac was updated. And I, I start to wonder with, you know, everything else that Apple is doing, if the iMac really still serves a purpose and uh, I'll do a little bit of explanation for that. And I'm, and I'm mostly talking about desktop Macs here. And as it stands now, they kind of sit at two opposite ends. You have a ridiculously overpowered for most people with an overpowered price to match uh, up to a 28 core Mac pro on one side and a Mac mini with unchangeable Ram at eight gigs and storage storage at 128 gigs. Really starting at $799 for a quad core I three and anemic Intel UHD graphics. Now the middle ground is supposed to be covered by the iMac. uh, And that starts with a two core, a two core computer in 2020 uh, that (laughs) goes up to an eight core Intel I five to I nine processor upgradable Ram on just the 27 inch and non upgradable storage on any of them. Prices begin at about $1,100, but that iMac is actually sort of pathetic, uh, considering how much it costs. And the first one that I would actually consider buying starts at $1,500 and very quickly moves well beyond two to $3,000. Now there's a lot of models in both the 21 and 27 inch varieties, but it still comes down to there being an all in one that quite frankly is a waste of resources if any one little thing goes wrong with it. And I, I kind of partially blame this on Sir Johnny because his <laughs> obsession with thinness meant that there were a lot of sacrifices that had to be made in order to, to get the model that looks, looked the way that he wanted to. So with all that in mind, Gaz, my first question is uh, is the iMac still a necessary component of Apple's desktop plans? Yes, if it was cheaper. And <laughs> do you think? Yeah, because well, go ahead. I, I, I was just looking at the uh, the twenty one inch because um, obviously I think both you and I have got a twenty seven inch iMac. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah, and I think that's what Carl Madden's got as well. Um, and this. This I like the size of the screen, though actually Mrs. G doesn't like the size of the screen. She thinks everything is the real estate is too you know it's too much of it and it's too small and it's too big and it's too bright and it's you know anyway. So, but I like the twenty seven inch and I I use it obviously for the images that I've got. Um, but but actually, and I think it's a reasonable spec. Let's just have a let me just well pull not up the, the two core model. So I've got yeah. So mine's four gig. Um, uh, i i seven. Um, with I've got thirty two gig of RAM in there, which I've added into it, of course. Right. Um, but what kills it really is that storage. Um, now I've got three terabytes in there, but it's got it, the. But it's, it's the, the fusion drive. It's the f- fusion drive, which really kind of sometimes Sucks. you can yeah it can suck really big time at, at times. So, um, and so I'm thinking, okay, let's let's go down to a new one with a decent internal 
a hard drive but then you you know as soon as you put a decent hard drive in and let's say you went with 16 gig in the uk right you're still well, talking so, yeah. over two oh yeah you're still yeah. talking to over you know probably over two thousand pounds which well, is a lot of money it, for, you've got it in front of you so how much a 27 inch imac 16 gigs of ram two terabyte uh ssd right. okay so if you went well they're all six core Okay, all the 27. Okay. So let, let me go on the slowest machine, right? So let's not go straight up to the big one. Um, so if I went for 16 gig of RAM, which really, if you're going to get a 27-inch iMac, you know, you're probably going to be doing as a, a fair amount probably yeah. with video and other stuff. So you're going to want you want a reasonable amount right. of and RAM. Remember, the 21-inch, you can't update or upgrade the, the uh, no. RAM. So it's, it has no. to be so, a 27-inch. I mean, I've upgraded this to 32 gig. So, you know, I, I would actually be dropping back if i went down to 16 gig but okay that's fine um now if i was going to put a decent drive in there and i tell you folks do not buy a fusion drive no just don't do it so if you want with a if you went with um let's say a, a an ssd storage uh and you went with 500 gigabytes right i mean 500 giga my library is getting close to that for right. photos right um you're talking over two thousand pounds but you've got 16 gig of RAM, you've got a 500 gig SSD, and that. And the got graphics the lowest, card is probably the, what, the two gig, the two gig card? You cannot change the graphics card on this one. No, on any of them. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, but you can on the 21 inch. Well, I mean, when you order it, yes. But once you've yeah, bought yeah, it, yeah, you're yeah. done. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're, you're talking two grand to, to really as a starting price Yes. and, and then it goes up. So let me choose the biggest one, right? So I've gone for 3.76 core, uh, ninth generation I core, I five. And let me, uh, let me turbo boost those as well. Let me go to three, six, eight core, right? Rather than the six core ninth generation. Let me go for, um, uh, 64 gig of memory, uh, right? Uh, let me put a, 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 a improved, supposedly, uh, Radeon Pro Vega uh, graphics card in there. And, and let I me put two eight terabyte. Gig, that's an 8-gig card, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. 8-gig, uh, yeah. Vega 48 with 8-gig card. Um, and I'll put a 2-terabyte uh, storage on there. I'm talking 4,500 pounds, which, you know, you'll probably, you know, put a few But at that point, you may as well that. just get an iMac Pro. Yeah, well, you're getting, you're, yeah, absolutely, the base one. So if you, I mean, if you did that for the, so the base iMac Pro, the very base one. Right, that's an eight gig, is, that's an eight core machine, 32 gigs of RAM. That's that's 4,000, that's 4,900, so you, you, a bit more. Right, but it, that's um, also, that's also. Um, uh, but it's got 32 gig of RAM, yeah. and it's got, you know, that's configurable up to 256. And, and that's it's got the a one, Intel Xeon processors instead of yeah, and it, Yeah, absolutely. It's got the one terabyte SSD already. So, yeah, I I agree with it. That's why I said what I said. Yes, they would be relevant if they were cheaper. Now, not the Pro, not the iMac Pro. No. I get that. I get that's why why that's where it is. But, yeah, these iMacs, really, I, I, they are making them irrelevant. Yeah. Now – Question two, and this is, of course, you know, we have no insight into what Apple is doing, uh, but would a new desktop Mac without a screen, but with the iMac specs, gain any traction with Mac users since 
you know, it would be less expensive since you wouldn't have to include the uh, 5K or 8K or whatever they're calling their their monitors now uh, built in built in display. So are you saying basically up the specs that you could get from what we deem to be the Mac Mini? Yes, and it it would ha- it would obviously have to be a slightly larger machine than the Mac Mini. Yeah, yeah, in the, than its current form. Yeah. yeah. So let's 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 spec out currently in the UK the um, the best Mac Mini that you can get. So. Um, I'm going to select the, not the quad core, that's the base one, uh, which is 3.6 gigahertz. But I'm going to go for the 3 gigahertz 6 core processor. So let me, that starts at a thousand pounds. So let me boost that up to 3.2 gigahertz. Okay. Um, and let me put a, a decent amount of memory in there. I'm not going to go to the top of 64. I'm going to go with 32 gig. Which is and again, I'm, and I'm going to put the 2 terabyte SSD because really, you know, you've got to go with that. Yeah. Honest with you. But they all um, still have the integrated. Intel graphics. You're talking two and a half thousand pounds. Yeah. For a Mac mini. So. Wow. Yeah. And you know, when, when people talk about how expensive Apple is, um, it's why, it's why most Mac users don't like to discuss it because again, what it really comes down to is, do you prefer using the Mac OS or do you prefer using something else? If you prefer to use the Mac OS and you don't want to spend all of your time reconfiguring a Hackintosh, then there's really not much choice. You end up having to pay the Apple tax. Now the, the it's always been an aspirational brand guy always, but Actually, what I'm thinking is, why would you go for a desktop? And I think I thought that's where this this argument was going, to be honest with you. Actually, why go for an Apple desktop at all? Unless you're going really high end where you're going to spend the money and, you you know, you've got the real usage for it. Um, Because I've just I've just got the base model Mac mini, which and I've stuck it at 16 gig and I've put a a one terabyte SSD in there. And that's fifteen hundred pounds. Yeah, right. So why not why not get a desktop get, and and get No, just get a screen and get a dock. Oh, sorry, not a desktop, just, get a laptop. Get a laptop and and link up. So and that's what a it, lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. So are they making the desktops um basically what you not, think it's you like know. not really planned obsolescence um but it's it's almost like they're discouraging people from buying them because they'd rather it, have it, them buy something it, else. It feels that way. But if I think back, if I think back, I always thought that the Mac was going to be expensive anyway, when I was trying to move over, I had to start secondhand. I couldn't, there's no way that I could, uh, have, um, jumped straight into a new Mac, especially not knowing how the damn thing worked, you know, because that, yeah. that was my, that was my biggest issue. The fact that I was going to jump into a completely new environment. Now these, these days it's not like that because you know that the, the majority certainly of your business apps or any sort of apps that you want, are, you're going to be able to use on any OS almost, you know, not only Mac. If they're but, smart, you know, if the people Linux. who develop them yeah. are smart. Yeah. Um, so, 
so I don't think that the, the jump over is so so much of a problem these days. But for me, <laughs> then you really have got you know you, the the jump for new is just still too big. You'd go, I just can't afford that. Well, it, why? It's why their and, refurb and, store is so popular. So you absolutely. So the whole question about well, why would I want to jump over? Um, and it, it really is difficult. And I, I'm not sure that they are actually just pricing themselves out of the market, certainly on the desktop arena. But almost, maybe almost on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Okay. Well, with the new Mac pro that just came out, do you think that Apple will even bother to update the, uh, the iMac pro that just came out what, two years ago? I, I, again, I think that they've made, they've, they've kind of put themselves into a corner. We know that the, the iMac Pro was a bit of a stopgap for them uh, to try and tide the, the storm, yeah. until the they Pro get the storm over until they could get the, the Mac Pro out. Um, but for me, I, it, it does feel that the, the Mac, the iMac Pro is, is a bit of a, well, it's a bit of a non-required, yeah, a goondoggle boggle. <laughs> Definitely a doondoggle bubble. Well, it, you know, it's not, it's not required. No, no, no. I like desktop. But this machines. is where this is where we are just talking absolute horse manure of course. because we don't know what their sales are. No, uh, as you know, most people don't. So they know how many they're selling. They know what sort of demand they're getting. They know what the requests are coming through. So if it does stay or if it does get an upgrade, you'll know that actually they've got enough requirement for it to keep it going, which I still find, uh, you know, outstanding. I just, I can't understand it at all. No. Um, at this point, um, I would not get an iMac Pro unless – it was like so heavily discounted that uh, it would be worth my well to do so. Um, I prefer when I'm here at the house, I mm -hmm. prefer desktop computers because I want to be able to just sit down, do the stuff I want to do and then walk away. I, I don't want to put it in a dock. I don't want to have to connect up stuff. I don't want to configure anything. I just, want to do the stuff that I want to do. And this, uh, late 2018, 4.2 or 4.3 gigahertz iMac that I have does that. It does it quite handily. However, I have a, a second screen attached to it. And every time I look at that screen, I sit there and I think, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't look as nice as, the, the built-in 4K, <laughs> 5K screen that's in the iMac. Yeah. But if I hadn't seen this screen, would I really care? And yeah. I don't think I would. Uh, it's it's difficult. It, it really is difficult. I um, I and I was going to go down. You know, it I it it really. I think your heading here is, does the iMac still serve a purpose? I think for some people, it obviously still does. And this is where our usage for this sort of uh, device is is not required. Now, for Carl, 
he's starting to do a lot more with his video. So for him, you know, this this machine is is probably per- perfect for what he's looking for. Um, but how much video do you do? Um, well, I mean, I do the live cast every Wednesday night, so that's like yeah, a, that's like an hour's on, worth yeah, of video guy, that I have to edit. Let's, let's yeah, let's be honest though. How much do you do? That's it. Let's Just be honest. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it's, it's like it's like an hour's worth of video lot. every week. It's not a lot. No, and that's a relatively that's a relatively easy one to do because I'm mostly just chopping off the stuff at the, yeah, at so, the beginning so, and the stuff at the so end. So really, the the does the IMAX serve a purpose for us? I don't think it does, but obviously, I think there's still there must still be enough people and requirement out there for it uh, to serve a purpose to be in in Apple's lineup. But boy, it does feel quite hefty on the old price tag. That whole desktop range. Well, you know, I mean, I look at the iMac. And I think instead of coming out with new iMacs, they should come out with a more powerful, simply desktop machines. And I, unfortunately, I don't see them doing it. I, I, I just don't think they will, because I think you're right that they would prefer it if everyone moved over to the desktop or sorry, to laptops so that they could simplify the Mac line. And I, and I also think that eventually and we're not going to go down this rat hole today, um, that eventually they're going to drop x86 altogether, except for maybe uh, the Mac Pro, you know, the trucks. And that most people will be on uh, some kind of iOS slash uh, ARM-based processing device that uh, has a GUI that's very similar to what we're using here on the Mac. And they're not there yet. They're close with the the mouse support and trackpad support that they have built into iOS now. They're getting closer, but they're not there yet. Um, but almost all the software that most people use, including podcasters and, and people that, that do light video and all the rest of that, is available through iOS. And yeah, I said I wasn't going to go down that rat hole, and I did anyway. <laughs> So okay. we would love to hear from uh, any and all of you on what you think about Apple's current desktop line and, and what you think they should do in regards to, you know, should they keep it exactly as it is where you've got the Mac mini and iMac and the Mac pro and along with, you know, the laptops and all the rest of that, or would you prefer to see uh, a mid-level desktop Mac that doesn't have a screen? We would love to hear from you. And uh, if you have any comments in that direction, we have all of our contact stuff in the next section. Do you want me to take us out? I think someone should take us out immediately. Okay, everybody, stand by to stand by and uh, we'll be right back. Yes, yes, we will. Honestly, honestly, we will. No, don't go. We're going to be right back. When I do, you had better be listening to the Tech Fan Podcast, because if you're not, well, you may not live long enough to regret it. Remember, it's called the Tech Fan Podcast. Listen, and you won't regret it. In regards to the MyMac.com podcast, I wish Guy could find a mic that blocked out all the foreground noise. 
Hi everyone and welcome to point three in this week's Mighty 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 um, My Mac podcast with the wonderful guy so over there in the Washington DC area. Is that what they say? Is that how they do it? Is it? Yeah, that's close you, enough. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. And uh, and me, the fabulous, fabulous, yes. so fabulous. fab. You're, so, I'm so fabulous. Guy is nodding his head. I am. Hit it. <laughs> Gases tips. I'm a head Most nodder from way back. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. You were trying to get me to go there the whole time, weren't you? I were. I were. And I, I just wasn't really picking up on that on that. No, clue. you weren't. No, you weren't. Yeah, um, they say I, I'm the, okay. one of the clueless hosts of the MyMac.com podcast. Can't believe that. I Can't know. believe that at all. It's not what I'd say. <laughs> um, say something worse. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so more folder finder, folder finder tips. Um, at the bottom of the finder window, you can add some pieces of information. I have gone through this before, but I'm I'm going to bring it up again. So if you press, if you've got a finder window open, and you press Command Option P, so that's Command Option and P, you will find a root appear on that bottom uh, on the bottom of the window. Uh, which basically tells you where you are. It tells you the hard drive, and then it tells you the folders or the user, and then it tells you which user you're in yep. and then which subfolder you're in. And you can actually double-click on each of those sections to take you to that, that folder location or to that location. So it's quite handy seeing if you're deep into your folders, um, actually having a quick glance down there to see what the directory is looking like. And if you want to get back to the uh, previous location, you can actually use that to double click on to get back to one of the locations, which I find quite useful. Very. Now, there is also another, so if you press command option P, it appears and disappears according to w- whether you want it or not. There is another quick option, um, which uh, gives uh, something to hide or show on the status bar, um, and that is command slash, okay? Now, command slash gives you a little piece of information at the bottom, which tells you the amount of items that you've got and the amount of uh, available space that you might have available to you. So um, it's again, this is quite useful uh, when you're looking in a particular window to see how many items there are in that window. Unfortunately, it doesn't give you the amount of items which are in the subfolders, but I tend to just keep this on just to see how many items I've selected within that window. Um, sometimes it's useful, sometimes it isn't. So that one is possibly less useful to the one previous. So command option P brings up the location and command slash uh, gives you basically a quick piece of information as to how many items you are when you're looking in a particular folder window. Yeah, I kind of like uh, that more for how much storage I have left. Yeah, because it, it, but that doesn't change, so it doesn't kind of give you any highlights about the item that you're you've got. Um, uh, but it does tell you how much um, you've got left on your total hard drive. Right. So it is it is quite useful for, for whatever that. volume is currently selected. Yes, yes. And I'm nodding my head. Oh, very good. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. <laughs> Brilliant. You have failed me for the last, the last time. <laughs> <laughs> See, I need to put that in instead of that right there. So it'll just be...
There we go. I have no idea where I was going with that, Cass. No, it, you, you never have. No, not really. Which is the good thing. It's what I love about you. <laughs> I'm so contrary. What's Guy really? going to do next? Nobody knows. Not even Nobody Guy. Nobody knows. Not no. even Guy. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a kind of an interesting pick this week. Uh, it's it's very interesting. Number one, it has nothing to do with audio, which is a surprise based on all my picks recently. Uh, it's the, I'm not even sure how to pronounce this. Aerb. Aerb. It's the A-E-R-B. Apple Watch and iPhone charging stand. Now, calling it a charging stand is somewhat of a misnomer because it won't actually charge anything. <laughs> but what it will no, do... It's a place to put your items to charge. To be charged. Exactly. Right. So um, the way I ended up with this item was mm-hmm. my my little clock radio, whatever you want to call it, that I used to get up in the morning to go to work, died. Yep. Oh. And I was late for work. Oh. And I, I know. I started looking on Amazon. It's like, I got to replace this thing. And I looked and I looked and I looked and it was like, this is all just the same crap I've been buying for the last 40, 40 years or so. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. wait a second. I said, hmm. Mm. Mm. Hang hang on a second doesn't my iphone have an alarm doesn't my my i almost said iwatch doesn't my apple watch (laughs) tell me when it's time to get up as well yes Mm. they do do. so i just need something to put them on next to the bed and uh have a way to connect them to a charger and i had a um multiple outlet thingy that had some USB ports on it. So that was already set up and lo and behold, I have been using this thing ever since the Airb Apple watch and iPhone charging stand. It's cool. It's um, what, what I think is really funny is it's, it's basically $19 in the U S now, obviously there will be local taxes, which have to be applied to that. Sure. Um, so roughly how much is sales tax in the U S roughly in most, most case, most States. I know it's going to vary, but yeah, typically 10%, 20%. Oh no, nowhere. 5%. Um, 6%. It, it depends on whether you're talking, uh, federal state or local taxes. And, but typically depending on where you are, okay, you're going to have I, anywhere I, I, from four to say 8% tax. Okay. All right. So let's, let's put 10% on there. So that's another $2. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be $22. Yeah. Yeah. In the UK, this is at 2399. Now that includes tax that it does. That does include tax, but it's already at 2399. Okay. So and that's pounds. We do get yeah, we do get free delivery. So really, that should be you know pushing pushing thirty dollars in the US. But oh no, oh no. But this, the, in fact, that's not even the same one. So I'm lying. So I can't compare. Ignore me, folks. I'm telling you a lie. We can't get this stand in the UK that guy is talking about. And I've got to say, I really quite like this stand that you're looking at, guy. It also can hold a, a an iPad as well, which I quite like. Honestly, you know what? And I was just thinking about this the other day. Uh, James Turner, if you're listening, <laughs> that's what we need. We need one of your beautifully designed <laughs> wooden stands that'll hold an iPhone, 
and an Apple Watch and allow yeah. us to, allow us to put charges on them. I don't I don't think he works for himself anymore. I think he he's an employed person. So this is going to be one of your private uh, projects that you do just for us and bespoke yeah. a bespoke beautiful wooden um, piece of stand which is adjustable. Yeah. Come on, James, pull your finger out. With that that iPad stand that he made, beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous. I still, I still have it. I still use it. Yeah, yeah me too. Anyway, so I quite like this. But that's not our I? pick. I, it's a, but that's not our pick, no. <laughs> um, I quite I quite like your pick. Uh, it's a shame it's not available in the UK, but um, maybe someone will send me one. But yeah, maybe they won't as well. <laughs> anyway, um, my pick, because I, did, I didn't have a pick, but it's the Orion Dobson 8-inch um, um, telescope. <laughs> Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's it's the Orion eight uh, eight inch Dobsonian um, telescope. Oh, it's beautiful. And it's a little expensive. Yeah, the, it, it it's about three hundred quid. Yeah, yeah. It's quite, but yeah. Ah, the but see aper- here, aperture, it's four hundred and eighty dollars. Aperture eight inch Dobsonian telescope with accessories eighty eight. Right. Yeah. 300 and uh, 350 pounds or so. It's, yeah. it's $480 here. Is that delivered? Uh, I do not know. This is from no, telescopes no, no. plus. Yeah. But it looks yeah, So if you like, if you like looking at the night sky and you want a bit of a starter, yeah, it's quite, it's quite expensive, but you know, uh, you get what you get, pay for. Who, who doesn't like a good eight inches? Said <laughs> the actress to the bishop. I did. Well, I was going to leave it exactly there. Right. And yeah. you knew that I couldn't. Correct. Okay. Very good. Um, <laughs> if you would, if any of you would like to do feedback either through iTunes or Apple music or podcast app or however that works now, we still haven't figured it out. Uh, we would love it if you would do a review and you will get something back. That is just wonderful. It's called a Woody big W big O big O. I'll tell, tell you what guy, guy, what you, if you do something like that, please tell us where you've done it so we can find it. And then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, if you don't live in the country where the review was done, you never know about it. Because <laughs> Apple doesn't tell you. Uh, and we have, we have feedback from, uh, Greg from North Carolina. Yay. Go Greg. Go Greg. Go Greg. Guy and Jazz, their shares hit new highs. They're the G-men on the MyMac program. I think he says we're on drugs. <laughs> man. Hey, man. Hey. And so you know what that means, don't you? You know what that means? What, man? If I, if, I, if, I, if I can find it, which I can't, I'll desperately go, there we go. <laughs> Perfect. Thank I'm you, Greg. trying to find it quicker. Yeah, thanks, Greg. <laughs> We love you too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So much, (laughs) so much. Um, and by the way, make sure that, uh, Greg, if you're listening and I hope you are, uh, that you re-record that bumper that you did for us because part of it had dropped out. Um, if you would like to help support the crazy things that I do, uh, I'm over there on Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Mac parrot. I'm at coffee <laughs> KO dash com forward slash Mac parrot. And you can find me over on the PayPal's paypal.me forward slash <gasps> Mac parrot. <laughs> Guys, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do it? 
Ever so easy, send an email to gaz, G-A-Z, at mymac.com. Also on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmas, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. You can also contact both Guy and myself on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. I was running out of breath then. You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com. That's F-W-D-B-A-C-K. And now... And and that's it. That's the best way. Oh, you could ring me, send me a postcard. Well, they, uh, they would over, need your phone number Ring for that. me up. Yeah, but, well, I'll give them a phone number in a little while. Or rather, you will. <laughs> anyway. Pay no attention to that guy behind the curtain. <laughs> no. No. His name was Guy. No fool <sighs> one. Hello? Guy. Guy? <laughs> Guy's the one. You remember Guy? Yeah. 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 He's the guy. Yeah. If you want. An email from God. How would they do it? So flippin' easy. All you have to do is send that to Guy. G-U-I at my. Guy. Guy. <laughs> MyMac.com. I'm also on the Twitters. You can find me at MacParrot. <laughs> and, damn it, Vert Shark. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's over on the Twitters. Uh, you can also contact us via Skype. We have a Skype telephone number, guys. Do we? We do. And it attracts all kinds of sharks. Uh, it is one or plus one outside of the United States. Area code 703-436-9501. That seek super, that seek seeker super number again is one or plus one. Outside of the United States, 703-436-9501. And if you, if you just can't be bothered to type a one or a plus one for God knows what reason, go to your Skype application and just type in 703-436-9501. That's it. Brilliant. Yeah. Like it. I like it. It's just like we know what we were doing for the last 500 shows. Um, and and by the way, I'm still trying to watch The Irishman, but I keep falling asleep. <laughs> okay, you know, there's there's even more jokes that I could make there, but I'm not you going won't. to do it because Good. I You dare. Yeah, I'm gonna shut up before I go any further. <laughs> so so many problems I could make for myself. Um this is the part where I where I tell everyone thank you. Thank you, thank you for downloading and listening and listening to the mymac.com podcast gaz and i both deeply deeply appreciate the fact that you have taken the time to do so and yeah. gaz i think we're we're amazed as well yeah, but well yeah we still a, we, stunned, we also stunned is another stunned, good word yeah um I, stunned is a good word. Is, yeah. I like that. I don't word. like I don't like being stunned, but it is a good word. <laughs> it's like we're on Star Trek. Yeah. Uh Gaz, I think that we're good enough. We are. And I think that we're smart enough. I would agree with you. Okay, and that says a lot right there. And that doggone it, woof, woof, woof. People like us. I fixed it Le this week. <laughs> Le pietri miliari insignificanti sono divertenti di più per patria ma un dolore nel culo da attore.
I've got no idea what I just said. Well, I don't think anybody else will have any idea, any idea what I just said. But that is the end. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Oh, I, uh, I kind of... Oh, now you've gone funny. Now I... Is that oh, better? better? Okay. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, I kind of I kind of changed up uh, how everything's connected. Really? <laughs> I was wondering how long that would take. Because uh, originally, I had the microphone was going into the dedicated preamp, the Ultra Gain Pro, and then from there it was going into the expander compressor, and then from there it was going to the audio interface. And I figured, you know what? That just seems like it's a lot of work. So instead, I took the output of the microphone. That went directly into the audio interface. And then I used the insert from the audio inter- interface to start a chain. But I had problems with that because I, I had it still set up as a microphone instead of an insert. So the, the, uh, the Ultra Game Pro wasn't really sure what to do with it. So, but once I figured that out and hit and found the, the little switch that went between microphone and, and insert, it worked just fine. And now I'm right there. Did you get all that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. Do you need me to repeat anything? Not a word. Not a damn word. Okay. Well, I know that's going in the after show. <laughs> and you mustn't do that to me, sir. That is a bourgeois act of repression. <laughs> Wise words, mate. I'm almost done. I have one episode left. I don't believe it. No, you can believe it. Of Black Adder Series 3. <laughs> right, okay. And then I'll be right. going to Series 4, finally. Right, okay. Because I actually is, went is, and bought the entire four, series. The, World War series, one, one. Right. World right. War One episodes, not 1-1. One, one. That would be World War Eleven, and who wants that? <laughs> who wants that? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we got, we got three through ten we're... to get through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that is sad. Um, <laughs> Here's what World War Twelve will be like. That's it. It'll only be two people. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, and, um, and one of them. <laughs> Or wasn't it Monk to Wally to Honk? Well, I know that when he was really big in the sixties, I was like, "Who is Demis Rusos?" Demis Demis Rusos. Demis Rusos. Demis Demi Rusos. And and then people looked at me and said, "Well, if you don't know who he is, how do you know his name?" And I said, "You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. On Saturday, January twenty fifth, I'm, I'm just going to of the year twenty twenty. Yeah." Someone in England is going to bring this man up. That's how I will know his name. But they said that's right. 50 years in the future. I said, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter at all. That That's a quite incredible word to think about it, isn't it, really? Time travel. Yeah. Five. Four. four three. Four. Two. Yeah.
One. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, do you want to do the title or you want me to do it? You do it. Okay. Because <clears throat> I think I did last time, didn't I? No, maybe. So you do it this time. Okay. Yep. My <laughs> Mac Pro used... <laughs> Waiting. Just waiting. You hear that first... It's like... <laughs> Get him, I'll get him. Well, what I had to do was work out what would make you stop, you see, because you normally <laughs> plow through it. So I thought, mm, I wonder if this will do it. It did.